Hey guys, welcome to Gino's Golden Tea Podcast. I am Chris Long Gino coming to you from beautiful Greenville, South Carolina. It is wonderful here. College football in the air. Uh, the temperature starting to come down a little bit and uh, it's getting really nice around here. Also, it's Golden Tea Mobile World Championship Week. Something that you guys have been waiting for for a while. And uh, I would thought I would uh, get together with one of the prohibitive favorites for this championship, Tilt Nasty, Riley Hedgecock. Actually, was an old buddy of mine prior uh, uh, to him learning Golden T-Mobile. Uh, has some uh, deep roots in the world of uh, our arcade game. And uh, he's translated some of that into uh, Golden T-Mobile play. And I uh, got to talk to him for a while. Shot the shit. He made some picks. And... Uh, just caught up for uh, a couple guys probably hadn't seen each other in a while. Um, good content as always. Uh, I think it's pretty well common knowledge now. Uh, you guys will see me out in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, um, for the Golden T-Mobile World Championship this week. Can't wait to see you guys. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna be very very late getting in. It'll be uh, I say late. I'm coming in Saturday morning, so you guys will see me right when the championship starts. Uh, and so, uh, can't wait to call the action and, uh, look forward to seeing who takes away this championship. Will it be this guy? Will it be Riley? Will it be Rick? Will it, will it be Tony? Uh, can't wait to find out. But for right now, here is Tilt Nasty, Riley Hitchcock. All right, taping this Wednesday night, uh, here about... I guess just about 10 days away from the third edition of the Golden Tee Mobile World Championship. Let's talk to the prohibitive favorite, all right? I think if you ask around who was the favorite to win this championship, a lot of names, a lot of people would mention this name right here. Uh, he is the Windy City Showdown champion, too, by the way, Riley Hitchcock. Good evening, sir. How are you? Good evening, Mr. Longino. It's great to be here tonight. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we could finally make this happen. I know we talked a little bit about it over the last year or so, and I'm glad we're finally putting this together. Well, I can't blame you for having the voice on. You know, I mean, he <laughs> knows the game. He knows both sides of it. Uh, he's enthusiastic. People like to listen listen to him. He's calm, and soothing, energetic, easy to talk but to. But he pissed. He pissed me off, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how quick this was going to come up. This is fantastic. Oh no! You know, I I had to. You know, I listened to to, all, to most of the podcasts. I got away from arcade, obviously, but uh, yeah, definitely course. appreciate all the all the content you put out. I've listened to um, yeah. listen to some of the World Championship on the Golden Tee side. Listen to the Taylor podcast. And you know, just some of the stuff leading up to, you know, the cabinet world world championship. I mean, that's where my roots are. So I really wanted to understand the perspective of the game now. How guys approach it, uh, yeah. how you think about it, right? I mean, Haas has been a mainstay. Ken's was like the guy in in my heyday. Um, some other names, but you know, the game's gotten super competitive on that side. Uh, I can just sure tell has. you that. So. Uh, but you got to have that mindset. I wanted to kind of want to lens into their minds a bit. So, yeah, we, uh, 
so look before we get into the the roots and all that stuff because I, I i want to go back because what you just started with because you listened to the podcast the other night and I, I i first off i listened to it my, myself and we had gone over group one everybody had made their pick talking tony tony and then we get you know rick picking matt hansen and i i didn't challenge them once on nobody mentioned riley hitchcock and it's almost and i look back i'm like what, what what world do we really live in where we were we were literally getting ready to move to group two and riley hitchcock's name was not being mentioned that that that, that seems a little that seems a little uh first off let me apologize on my end sir oh no i I don't have the target on my back that I thought I might, but yeah. Chad, Chad was quick to quick to say, <laughs> Hey, are we forgetting somebody here? There's somebody in Georgia. <laughs> off. And I was driving my brother-in-law to the <laughs> airport. And when Chad said, like when you guys were going through that sequence, I'm like, I am pissed right now. <laughs> and then Chad said that I'm like, you're darn right. sir." <laughs> and I, and I sent him a message after that and i said i am coming for all of you <laughs> um and then like, through that podcast uh i guess uh we found out that lance harris was just maybe asking a question who knows if he's going to be there but he was asking a curious question what will be the five forces yeah you know lance is i mean he threw that out there and i think he was just stirring the pot a bit and and, and teasing us and you know you you really want the guy that's you know the other guy that's still on the podium obviously you know rick's gonna be there uh i finished third Shelby's, you know finished fourth last year mm-hmm. you want the best of the best of the world you want guys that have been there have won i mean lance won the windy city last year <clears throat> and you know i i made that my my pack coming out of the windy city last year i'm like i i'm gonna beat this guy i've been close and then you know he, he took a took a step back from the game and i think we all thought he was gonna take a little sabbatical i think rick's you know rick did that he's acknowledged it i think others have taken a a breather of sorts mm-hmm. but i mean he 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 kind of gave it up um surprisingly yeah uh, you know, we were talking about it. I mean, it, it being that he's staying in Arizona right now, and uh, it wouldn't be much for him if everybody is getting paid, uh, you know, in the top 32 of the uh Golden Tee Mobile World Championship, then what would it be for him to hop in his car and come on up to Las Vegas and you know, give this a shot? I mean, four spots available in the last chance, he made it last time. I mean, yeah, I think I think we're going to have maybe maybe there'll be five or six. It's not going to be a, a deep field. He's got to run through. Not like the okay. last chance in uh, in the cabinet side. Right. I mean, how many guys were in the on the, the CTTP event for last chance? I mean, oh, this, yeah, yeah, it was like 50 or 60, something like that. Yeah. And I know I know guys are playing that have qualified, but still, I mean, you got to. You got to play your butt off, and yeah, in but just to, just in closest to the pin too. I mean, it's not you know full rounds or anything. You know, a lot more chance there. Uh, but you know, like I said, if Lance were to do something, like, like I said, it, I I don't know how much it would be onto him. But that being said, you guys haven't seen him on a leaderboard. You haven't seen him uh, in a league or anything. So I mean, who knows what kind of shape his game is right now? It. You know, there. I mean, I could see him doing some campaigning. I think he could get it back pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think the the course selection would 
would not benefit him unless he's been doing a ton of campaigning. But I, I think he lost his motivation. I, I, I can empathize with him. I think I did there a bit coming out of maybe maybe the Windy City last year. And, you know, you want something to look forward to. And I think it's it's different on the mobile side than cabinet. Yeah. Cabinet, right? You, you can go hang out with your buddies in the bar. You can play some cash games. And we've got some of that side action. It's just, it's just different when you're, you know, yeah. at home on your device. Um, so, I, 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 I get it. Uh, let's uh, so let's rewind back all the way into we'll say, I mean, into the two thousands or early two thousands. All right, Cash Money Records was taken over from the nine nine to the two thousands. That was happening. All right, but when did Riley Hitchcock first come across a golden tea cabinet? A golden tea machine man i the first time i'm in i'm in buffalo wild wings in orlando international drive and i think it was i mean i probably had seen a golden tea before that but you know was uh, wasn't a bar age so this is probably 2004 2005 when i mm-hmm. you know became of age if you will and i was like you know i love golf i grew up playing golf um it's what i knew so i'm like all right golf game i played tiger woods growing up pga tour 96 all all of those games and so it was just natural to gravitate to the to the machine and um man like i was hooked and like i think it was it oh i want to say it was oh five it was like oh five oh six that's kind of like when i started playing quite a bit um rustic bridge ironically you know was one of that was when i kind of got really good that set of course thing was eagles crest cypress cove was in that mix mm-hmm. um misty springs but yeah it was buffalo Wildings was like oh four oh five when i kind of got first introduced and so from oh four into oh five is really when golden t live this platform the current generation not the i guess the four generation right before uh golden t live so Golden Tea Live comes out, and that's where I come to, I, I think, know of you because I had seen on leaderboards plenty of times. This is in Orlando. Yeah, in, in Orlando, I played as I played as unbelievable for a short stint, and then I kind of got into a little bit of the circle of some of the better players, and they're like, "Oh, there's a dude," and uh, and I don't know his name. I can't remember. It might have been Duncan. Honestly, somebody told me it was the guys in North Carolina. He plays an un- as unbelievable. Like everybody knows him. You can't play under that name. Okay. Um, and I guess that leads to like, where did Tilt Nasty come from? And I think it was, it was Eversol. Eversol played his epic tilt, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a week where everybody was playing something tilt. I don't know whether like he won worlds that year or like it was a spoof against him. Cause then it was Haas tilt. And then I remember McCook was playing as, you know, something else. And I'm like, well, I'm just, I'm just tilted up nasty. It was like a poker term. Like I'm, (laughs) I'm on tilt hardcore and that's where the name came from. And I just, I kind of rolled with it. It's, I think you, it's been, you've kept it that, I mean, you haven't, you haven't moved off of it for, you know, I guess now what, 15 plus years. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. It's, it's got uh, some bite to it. If you know, if you will. So I, I, I think a lot of it, I don't know. If, I don't know if any of the golden D mobile guys know this, uh, but you were during that time where, I mean, you were really getting into golden T arcade. Like we, we had a world champ. Well, first off, did you play any tournaments 
at all in, in cabinet, like any at all oh, prior? Yeah, yeah I, I did that year, like 07 to 08. I, uh, I played my first live tournament, Minnesota, go to the Twin Cities. And uh, I get picked up at the airport. I get picked up by, by none other than like the up and coming, like de facto, what felt like number one, Chris Thorberger, Brogger. Yeah. Thor. And, uh, you know, I'm there with some, with another, you know, Golden Tee guy. And I think there was like, I don't even know who ran the tour back then. I think there was like 50, 55, 60 guys. And nobody, nobody knew me. And we're doing the Calcutta. And I remember Jade Johnson. Jade's like, I got, I got Riley for, for 20 bucks. And I think I go off on the, I, you know, and I bought half myself. No, I don't think, I think, that's, I think I went for 20. I think I went like table men. Right. Yeah. And, um, I get, I get Thor in, in the, uh, in the King of the Hill match. And he, um, what did we draw? God. Uh, I'd, have to, I'd have to go back in the sands of time. It was that water course. It looked like kind of like Crawdad. Um, to Cyprus? Uh, no. It was, or Bayou. It was Bayou. Bayou. We get Bayou. We get Bayou. And he he like waters the tee shot on 11, trying to go for the green. I think it was that drivable par five. And then he just oh, unra- yeah. he un- he unravels. And, and I'm king of the hill and like nobody knows me. And I'm just like stoked to be there. I'm like, oh, I'm, ca- I'm cashing like 800 bucks, dude. I'm <laughs> like having a good time. Um, and anyway, he, he beat me both times and uh, he came back through and then uh, and beat me. But man, I was, uh, that was my first tournament. Yeah. It was, it was exciting. Wow. Went to... So yeah, first, uh, first tournament ever, you, you rolled a king of the hill. I did. Well, and people just, knew me. You're just fucking made for this shit. Jeez. Um, all right. So oh, there's, oh, I, was ner- I was, I was nervous as all, as all hell. Yeah. I can't, can't tell you who I played to get there, but I do just remember that match. Cause he was, everybody was like, Thor's like the champion here, you know, like. You remember the name of the was, bar of that place? That, that you, the tournament was at? Do you remember the name? Oh man. I think, I'm sure Tony Johnson, I'm sure Whammy was there. Like, he had yeah, to have been. Sure. Like, I mean, he's a Minnesota guy, but no, I'd have to, I'd have to go back to the Sands of the Time to figure out where we played. God, all yeah, well, the I have to ask him that because, I mean, he he, he would for sure know. He, he, he would have been there. Um. So, but I mean, during that time also, I mean, because you were actually, how, how much, how many games do you think you were playing per month? Just give me a, a round number. I never, I never got, I, I can tell you, I hit 50. That was when, right. I don't know if the cap still exists. I think the caps are right. 50 games a day. Is that still? Yeah. A day. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I, I never got there. I think I got there maybe once or twice. And I was like, couldn't stand. Cause I feel like I couldn't play more than four and a half, maybe five games an hour to see Taylor play a game in like under six minutes. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, I felt like if I could play a game in under 12, I was like flying. So I don't know whether that's changed a lot. So maybe uh, I was probably playing. That's a pretty quick shot. I mean, honestly, at max, Chris, I might have been playing 100 to 120 games a month. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I, I think if I log back into my player account, I probably only played 3,600 lifetime games. No, it's a very low number in comparison to some of the other people in the world. Some of the other, potentially some of the other Golden Tee Mobile players that I know. 
Um, it, was, it was different though back then. I mean, you were playing a lot, right? Yeah, th- that was kind of a weird time. Um, so they had it structured and recent, you know, 12 minutes in a round. Okay, this was you're talking about pre quick shot, right? We didn't have quick shot, so we couldn't yep. really fast forward through the round in that aspect. Um, they really didn't have any structure in, in regards to division of contest. I think they could just kind of threw people into a contest and whoever the best came out. And to the point where there were so many people filling these contests that we had, I mean, I think potentially 30 people plus playing Golden Tee as their max income. And there wasn't a cap on games yet. And that was like 2005, 2006, going into 2007. Um, and yeah, there was, you know, guys, I mean, Haas will tell you, he was playing three machines at a time and he would get up to a hundred games in maybe seven to eight hours. And I mean, it's just, yeah, it's insane to think about. That's crazy. Well, Chris, we're 50, we're we're almost 15 minutes into this, but I got to ask you a question. Oh, I was going to get there, uh, about, you know, what you you could potentially be drinking. And, you know, I, I I was, I was coming up on the break, but now I, I actually want to know. All right, what are you drinking tonight, Riley Hitchcock? Uh, you know the the, the Golden Tea guys are going to give me some some stuff because uh, they're thinking I'm from margar- a couple margaritas. But I'll tell you what, I put a put a few of those down, and uh, I've been been getting back into the bourbon a little bit lately. Oh, uh, you know, Sofa Sofa King Chris Hampstead, you know, has given me some some tips. I've asked for some, you know, decent bottles that I can find that aren't, you know, going to break the bank. You know, some of these guys drink like $100, $150 bottles. Like it's, you know, like it's a you know glass of $6 wine. I got some wild turkey rare breed. Oh, and I'm doing it. And for the guys, listen, I'm doing it right. I got it. I got it neat. It's about room temperature and it's 116 proof and it's smooth. Describe the container that you're drinking out of. What is that? Uh, I got a little, uh, I got some these steel, stainless steel mugs. Oh. I don't know. Not a, not a snifter. I'm probably going to take flack for that, but you know what? The bourbon's neat and it tastes good. Hey, look, don't let them judge. Okay. They, they can, you know, they can drink with their pink eats up all they want to, but, uh, the so wild turkey rare breed um i wish we'd had well first off you came to that carolina clash but the first one i ever had which i i've always uh, appreciated everybody that came to that first one because it was a lot to go through based on the ignorant amount of heat uh that was happening in columbia south carolina at the time but my uh one of my partners uh he is big bourbon guy huge bourbon guy which i wish you, you had had a chance to at least get to talk to him a little bit because he had uh i don't know when it gets up to about 95 degrees not many people want bourbon i don't know what it is you know oh it's it's pretty steamy out here in in georgia in atlanta but uh you know it's it's fine it's cool enough to drink um see that's that's chad will tell me that chad says he can't really do the bur. he said bourbon's like you know warming them up during the cold time but during you know during summertime it's more you know, he's more of a vodka, sugar-free Red Bull, whatever he drinks. I respect that, but there's some serious. I haven't even. They're they're not going to invite me to the Bourbon Group ever. I'm not gonna even going to ask Jason Jumps or Chadley, but or Wally. I think I think Walter Alberto Paco has you know, a pretty ridiculous Bourbon collection, from what I've come to understand. But man, I mean, I'm just gonna I'm gonna drink some forty, maybe fifty dollar. A bottle of bourbon and I'll be happy. 
I can, I can respect that. Look, I'm over here drinking this $14 bottle of cab uh, that I got. And I've got friends in my life that are aspiring sommeliers, if you will. I don't know what they are, but they're just, you know, they they go gaga over $300 bottles of wine. I don't quite get it. Uh, I mean, I would drink it. I would drink it like it was a $14 bottle. That's the problem. Yeah. Do you get a cabinet game in every once in a while these days? It's, I do. I probably, you know, I, I just, I probably play maybe, maybe two or three a month, I would say. And it's tough to get inspired. Like, you know, you, you see the guys shooting 28, 29, 30. And I know there's some tougher courses, but when you don't have the shots like you used to, it's, uh, it's tough. But I mean, I, you know, I see like Eric, Eric Nelson, um, I think he won his world pass. I think he won purple bracket, right? Mm-hmm. A couple mm-hmm. tournaments ago. Like he was a big, huge mobile guy. And then he kind of turned his focus to cabinet, you know, where uh, his roots are too. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I'll tell you a story. I made a run. It's I'll never forget kind of getting back in the game. Like you kind of inspired me, uh, you know, for those who don't know the story, I used to travel to Greenville quite a bit. I, I'd play some games while I was up there on business and at the evening, and I get a text from Longino. And he's like, is this you? I see you playing on my machines. And I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and I get the invite to the Carolina Clash. I'm like, I got to come out. You know, I got to play in a, a live event. Um, and it, it was just, it was so <laughs> fitting. Like, I, I missed the putt on eight. I finished 32nd. I get in the main bracket. I was happy. I was going to be so pissed if I wasn't. I get in the main bracket. I miss a putt on 18 on Agave. I lose the stent mark. But, I mean, it was just cool to play the world champ, right? I mean, I've been out of the game for 10 years. Yeah. And then, fittingly enough, I get you in the the loser's bracket, and you dispatch of me like the amateur I was. <laughs> it, it uh, First off, yes, it was very, very, very fitting. The uh... – I used to, yeah, I was seeing Tilt Nasty on my machine at Local Q, and uh, a name I hadn't seen in a while. And when I, by the way, you you came to my other bar, uh, which is Tip It Back, and uh, I always love when guys from out of town come see and come hang out with the people there. And uh, I took a selfie of us and I posted it. And uh, like, uh, I guess there was a, a lot of guys that had not seen you in a while. He was like, he has not aged in like 10 years at all. <laughs> and, uh, and the, anyways, but yeah, it was so like I said, and I, I appreciate. It. I think did you was that who was with you at the time? Was that your dad or was that a father in law? Maybe I don't know. Oh man, I don't. Yeah. yeah. All right. That, like, oh oh no yeah 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 oh at the cl- at the class yeah I had yeah. my dad there yeah my dad was leaning in yeah having some shots yeah drinking cheering me on and you what's well, great he's coming out this year to Vegas. Oh, is he? He's going to be in Vegas, Chris. He's got his couple of buddies coming out. They're going to do some golf early, but uh, yeah, he's he's excited to to come to the, right. come and cheer us on at the FWS Arena or whatever right. wherever yeah. we're going to be. Uh, yeah, the FSW. I, I got make sure I got got to come shake his hand, and uh, uh, that's cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I hope everybody. I hope I hope there's a lot of people bringing like a like a friend or somebody to come check this out. You know, I really do. Um, I, are, my, I, I think there's going to be a, a good crowd there, hopefully. And I think that I wasn't at the first one. I'm disappointed. But, um, you know, hopefully the venue's nice. I think it's going to be a surprise when we walk in there. We're not all, we're not all, um, not knowing what we're getting ourselves into. 
you guys look like you had a nice spot at the uh at, in downtown there it, it wasn't bad it mixed, wasn't bad mixed reviews but yeah i mean it was you know i don't know um being downtown uh doing I, I, this was the first time i've been to vegas and did not go to the strip once uh my hotel was downtown the place that we hit the venue we were at was just basically right across the street from where i was staying um and uh the fremont street experience was the fremont street experience street experience which was uh yep. a lovely uh mix of you know marijuana contact high versus homelessness versus uh you know, people uh, panhandling for you for some money or some lady coming up saying, uh, can I get a picture? You know, it's $20 a picture if you want a picture or, you know, there's all that going on. And uh, so like, like I said, that, that part, uh, I don't know. I, I was, uh, I, I like the strip a little bit more. I like this thing we're doing here, which is kind of a little bit off the beaten path. I'm, I'm excited for this kind of a, a different feel of it. So, um, and I, I have confidence in Andy you know, in the place that we're going, because he's done stuff like this before. Well, I hope you've put your drink request in. Uh, the, the broader group has, but make sure you you message Mr. Coleman and all right. whether it's uh, wine, beer. I think we've got a pretty good list going, but. Okay, well, as long as uh, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really that picky, you know, I, I can, I can have whatever as long as it, uh, as long as it keeps me lubricated, I think we're okay. I was really excited to learn you're going to be uh, you're going to be out there announcing. I, this was a, yeah, I was. I actually, I mean, I'll, I'll, truth be told, I kind of put it in their ear because uh, we were when Chad and I were announcing it. At some point, we brought up the Golden Team Mobile World Championship, and Chad said that yeah, I'll be playing that, much to the chagrin of Andy Coleman. And Andy Coleman's sitting right behind us, and he's just giving this look like. It was nice. Like, I'm not happy that you're playing. I mean, I, I'm happy that you're playing in this, but I'm really not that happy that you're playing in this. And I, I told Adam Kramer at the time, and I'm like, look, if you guys need some help, just, you know, have your people get with my people and, you know, we'll, we'll, we might be able to make it happen. And about a month went by and I never heard anything. So I really thought it was just gone. I, I'm, a, I'm excited for, for Chad, honestly. I, yeah, no, me too. I, I, you know, I I know he wants. I'm I'm glad you're out there. You can supplement him in the in the booth, and you've got the chops. And I know that coming out of Windy City last year, like I mean, chat like hands down knows the players on both sides and knows them well. Like he's done, he's done the cabinet. He's done. It. I want him to have a good championship. I really do. I, I, yeah, want, I do too. I, I, I want I want him to be able to put his mind at ease and have his best put his best foot forward and have the best championship he can have. I know he was frustrated out of, out of Windy City last year. He, you know, he felt distracted. He felt like he couldn't put forth a good effort um, yeah. playing the tournament because he's got to be in the booth commentating. And then, you know, this year I think he put a stake in the ground. He said, listen, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the tournament. And uh, I mean, he showed where, you know, some of us can step in the stream and see a different face, put a name with a face for those that you know don't see faces all the time. And, uh, let us, uh, you know, commentate some of the matches, and he got to play. And I mean, he made a heck of a run through through silver and got himself some cash. Stayed focused. So, when did uh, how did Golden Team Mobile become like a thing for you? Was it a pandemic uh, kind of a? Did it come because of the pandemic? Because a lot of guys will tell you that you know that sort of how they fell into it. But you know. yeah, I you know it it is. I wanted I. Um, 
I met some guys up here. I met uh, I met Jody Jody Palmer. I met uh, Adam Kramer. I think it's uh, another one. Adam and Harris. Adam Harris. Sorry, Adam Harris. Thank you. Correction. Yeah. Uh, I met that group. Like they. Yeah, the Winston. Twenty great. minutes from me. Yeah, the, and uh, so I, you know, I started going down and I started stopping by there on the way back from work, and you know, I, I got to tell you, it's it's a split bar. And it's one side non-smoking, one side smoking, the golden tea side smoking. And uh, I would come home when my wife would be like, you need to burn everything you're wearing. And I said, yes, I do. But yeah. I got back in, I got back into it a little bit. That kind of got my, my fire into me. And then 2019, I'm like, you know, when we, they were teeing it up for the windy or for the world championship, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna give it a run. And I never forget. It was, uh, it was that first week in March and I'm, I'm floating between like third, fourth, and fifth. And Gervais messaged me and he's like, What are you doing playing Golden Tea again? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm playing in this thing, man. And I got to Thursday and that's, you know, the news came out like Thursday night, like the whole world was shutting down. And I'm like, I'm like, babe, I'm, I'm in like fourth. Like, I just need to, I just need to finish this weekend. I'm like, gonna qualify. She's like, The world went in. You're not going back to the bar. So, um, and then, you know, I think the following week, I, that was the last week IT um, let any other bar qualifying. And we all know that story. Yeah. And then I, uh, I guess that was, yeah, I guess it was a couple months later. I kind of stumbled across Golden T-Mobile and I dabbled in it. And this is where I, I empathize with some of the newer players. The guys were trying to get into the game. You know, we're trying, you know, I give Matt Shulkin a lot of props, uh, the the council, Joe Wilborn, uh, Phil Rumley, like, uh, you know, all those guys that sit on the on the council for Golden Team Mobile League and all the things IT has done to help us. So, you know, I'll be, there's some him and haw in there, but -hmm. trying to get those younger, those, those newer guys in the league. And I was one of those guys and I was playing and I was like, oh, a dollar to, you know, a dollar to qualify for Worlds. Yeah, I'm just leveling up. I think, you know, it's 99 cents, 99 cents, 99 cents. And, uh, you know, uh, the wife looks at the credit card statement. I got, you know, a, a litany of transactions for 99. So she's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm trying to qualify for Golden T-Mobile Worlds, the first ever Worlds event. She's like, are you, have you lost your mind? I'm like, yeah, I probably have. Uh, I think that was week nine. And I, I gave it up like pretty quickly. I'm like, I'm, I'm clearly not at the level. I don't have the equipment. I don't have any of this. And, and then I kind of started getting back into it. And then I think that's when, it's probably like December. I got, I joined the league that year and uh, you know, the ride and the ride has spoken for itself since. Yeah. But, uh, how long do you think it took you to be, you know, like top notch? Like, I mean, I guess how long did it take you to get to the gold division? Well, that's probably a better way to ask that. Um, you know, my, my buddy, Brian Muxlow and I joined the league. We started in Bushwood together. We rode our way each season up through the ranks. We got to, I guess I started, I guess I started season three. So I would have got to gold in about season seven. See, I think it was season seven or season eight, season eight, whatever, you know, however many years or how many seasons it took. And, um, but I still just never felt like I was that good. Even the first like couple seasons in gold, I was finishing like, you know, between I would say sixth and 10th for the season. That just wasn't, you know, I just didn't feel like that was acceptable. And I I needed to get better, get better. And yeah, 
know, what clicked? Here I am. What clicked? I mean, do you have, do you have like a aha moment? Like, I mean, what 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 took it over to the top? I think what allowed me to level up was truly that cabinet experience. Like, there's definitely it's a it's much more math. It's clicks. You've heard all the stories, right? You know the game, but there's there's a handful of holes where you need to know how to cut the ball and you need to know how to, you need to know how far it's going to travel based on how far, you, you know, based on your cut shot mm-hmm. and, or how do you, how do you know if you start on this line and you take it back on like a, you know, a, a beast, a, a B three, you know, you hit like, or whatever you hit like a half B half C shot, half three, like, what does that do? And I mean, I, it's my cabinet experience that I think that, that makes a difference because I see in contests when people drop shots or if I'm in playing a match and people drop shots, like I, those are the holes are dropping. It's not the straight shots. It's those three or four holes where you got to know how to shape the ball. You got to know what's going to do. Uh, and that just put in having that knowledge, just it, it gives you the leg up. I feel like it does. I feel like there's some math involved. Like, I think everybody figures out the math who gets to the elite level. I mean, you know, everybody kind of does it a little bit different. People do it the same, but you get to that level, uh, you know, it's hard to equate holes, but you get to that level and you got to know, okay, I can, I need to hit like a B3 here or whatever, a B and a half, BC and a half and a full three or whatever it is, you know, like, that you you can't teach like it's hard to teach that i mean i've got some videos out there where i'm trying to explain that but also i've kind of kept some of that secret like i'm like i know how to set up here i know how to where to take it back and i know i could just throw it out and i'm like i'm not teaching anybody that shot (laughs) they don't need to know that (laughs) (laughs) uh well i mean like i I would you're a pretty competitive guy. I, I I feel that energy from you. At least I have from for, for a while. I mean, you're you're a competitive guy. Is that correct? I am. You know, I really appreciate. I'm, I'm gonna give another shout out to Sobel. I, I mean, I love the guy. I play. I was really appreciative of what he did for the mobile group in Nashville. Kind of letting us come there. I, I might take some heat from the from the mobile community on giving him some props here. But I think that you know we could have continued a little bit of that run. It just, it wasn't set up right. It didn't accommodate both groups and we were in the way of them. We, and I get it, right. We were, we were trying to just take advantage of the, of the situation. I don't want to say the situation it sounds bad, but the space though. I mean, that's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. we were trying there was to, extra, you know, there was we extra to, space. We were trying to merge in there and, you know, and kind of tag along and like grow, you know, and I think he gave us a space to do that. And just, it didn't run, it, it didn't run well on both sides. Um, and but coming to the golden tee tournament you know it was it was funny being there i felt like we we could have got some of the the cabinet guys to at least give it a give it a second look i know brian burns i think played a little played a little bit um oh my gosh i'm forgetting um i'm forgetting my one guy who's who qualified worlds and qualified for mobile worlds Um, uh what sparks no, well, Spark, you know, Sparks has been a mainstay in mobile. Um, All right, so you got Mertzig. It's escaping, it's escaping me. Mertzig was a cross, you know, a bit of a crossover, and it's been great to have him. Yeah. Um, 
but I remember having we were you know we were sitting at that table next to the main two cabinets that were being streamed. I got Chris, I got CG four standing on my shoulder, and I got um, uh, I can't remember who's next to him, but he's like looking at me, you know, playing a match, swiping, and I was just laughing, you know, because like how you how you guys do this, <laughs> and I mean we we were mocked a little bit, but um, I lost to Joel. And I was just so pissed. I left that I tournament. I was all I forgot about that. I I lost to him in in um I, w- I won King of the Hill. I beat Mark Deshane, and then Joel came to the losers bracket, and I lose to him on on um, Pine Coast, and then I lose to him on Crawdad. And it was I was still transitioning to the iPad a bit then. Uh, but man, I finished second and I was just pissed. And I and I just from that point on, I was like, I'm grinding. And I think at that point I qualified for worlds maybe the next week. Um, and then it was just it was just on. I'm gonna learn from everybody. I'm gonna watch the videos. I'm gonna jump on Discord. I wanna know all the shots. And I start, you know, you go into practice mode or campaign mode as is a mobile and you just Start hitting different shots, man, and yeah, I start to work. And now it's uh, it's manifested itself. I mean, you're you're respected amongst your peers as you know one of the best going today. And uh, well, it's like I said, when I, when I where I really saw it a little bit was in, in Worlds last year, where after your first loss, it was very much uh, you sitting by yourself and focusing at the task at hand and what was about to happen. And uh, it got you. It got you. It got you a good way for the rest of that tournament. It, it, I think it was what you got third, right? Yeah, uh, it definitely was. I, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear from some of the other, like the cat on the cabinet side. Do they go back? You know, do you guys go back and watch yourself? Do you watch how you played that match on the stream? I have. Do you watch? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I also do it. Well, I, I mean, for commentating too. Like, I mean, it's kind of the inspiration I took into this following year from the year with you guys and, you know, with mobile and uh, cabinet being in the same world championship is uh, I did a lot more shouting than I probably needed to be doing. And so I, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to dial that back maybe one notch and bring the information up one more notch, you know, not only am I going to be the most exciting guy in the room, I'm going to be the most informed guy in the room. And so, and it took me listening and I listened to myself talk like that. It's kind of, you know, it's a good exercise. And it allows you to remember your mistakes, and I think that's what's most important. So no, I'd say you know it's a it's a good call. And I went into worlds, I felt really well prepped. I I practiced in this setting. I, I practiced in really weird settings. I get out of my comfort zone, and I think that's maybe the the difference between mobile and I think cabinet is that you know, a lot of the ca- I know the cabinet guys a lot of them play you know in their spaces or with their their groups uh, yeah. at the bunker and things like yeah. that and but you're still in like a bit of an environment where there's noise and there's energy and you know in, in mobile like you're you can just you want to play a league match at night kids are in bed on your couch like that's a totally different environment than sitting there on stage lights are shining on you you got a foreign device people are cheering talking clapping like all of that noise like it's hard to replicate. Yeah. So I so I'll just grab my iPad and you know my kids will be screaming next to me and I'm like, all right, I'm playing this league match against Whammy right now. 
because I, I want to. I want the distraction. I want to see how focused I can get. Oh, oh, it's a weird thing to do, you know, with yeah. some money on the. I bet. Jeez, no, I, I, that's a. It's a good way to go about it, now, man. Um, you, what from your competition here at the World Championship? What are we? What are we expecting? I mean, we we're gonna have a big thirty-two man bracket. We mentioned on the podcast the other night, like. I'm looking forward to seeing maybe a few upsets here and there. Um, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna model out the bracket. I really felt like doing that, but I got, I got the list in front of me. We can go through it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some picks, and I'm gonna, we can talk through the 32 guys because I, I want to give everybody some love. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna go back to. I went to the World Championship wanting to be number one qualifier and finish top three. That was my goal. I was number one qualifier. I was hoping, hoping I got Lance on the other side of the bracket. And he finished tied. He finished tied for that third spot, but he lost on GSP. So he fell to fourth. And then I knew I had him on the same side. And, you know, sure enough, him and I in the, in the semifinals to the, toward the King of the Hill match. And um, I got aggressive on 17 that uh, on crawdad and it wasn't a shot i really knew well it was a sniper chipper we both hit it in kind of the same spot i got aggressive um i know that shot now i wouldn't miss that again but i wanted to win that match and then and then when i didn't i was like all right i'm gonna work my way and you, you saw the energy and then yeah, uh, you know, there's a gift going around and i think chad even said it, me walking you know getting up when i thought i wanted against lance in the in the losers finals, but, um, I left there and I'm like, you know what, I'm going, I'm going to win the windy city in May. Like that's two months away. And then Lance, you know, Lance nipped me there again. Uh, and then I said, saying it ain't happened again. He's beat me four times now and he ain't beating me next year. And now he's not here. So, um, but now a lot it, of, a lot of guys I, have gotten a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Now I really want him to come up from Arizona now. Now he has to come up. And that, we have no choice in the matter. We have to break the streak. We have to, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, I mean, that kind of segues, uh, can segue us into expectations. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 did a, uh, I did some YouTube videos on, like, Windy City Showdown picks, and I kind of uh, had some fun with it. Did some podium finishes didn't include myself naturally but um yeah i don't think uh, as if i'm on that stage man it's going to be tough to beat me somebody point. you know i think chad chad matt and, and i think chad really highlighted it you know it would have been nice if they just stuck with their guns and i respect chad because chad chad hunkered down on the ipad and he and i remember when i switched to the ipad i he had done he had done it at the same time. I'm like, Chad, how's this going for you? He's like, dude, I'm 200 rounds in and I can't figure it out. I'm like, oh god. I was like, is it going to be this bad? And I think the the learning curve was really short for me. And I think it was maybe because I was a field player at the time and I didn't pay attention to like the shot guide as much and things like that. But he really put the work in this month, you know, this last month. <clears throat> so I, I think Chad's going to win a couple matches. Like, I really do. I think he's ready to go. Depends on who he gets matched up against, but I think he'll qualify well, which will give him a couple – at least give him a, a, a uh, maybe 
less, I don't want to say less competitive first round match, but a, a winnable match where he's going to feel confident. Yeah. And then I think, I think he could find his way to winning a, winning a second round match and getting to that top eight, right. Final, you know, top eight on the winner's side and then anything can happen there. But yeah, I got, I got Chad winning a couple matches. Oh, okay. Because right, like, I like him. Well, no, he's very he's very likable, but it's also you know we mentioned it the other night. Like, I mean, there's gonna I think there is a premium on making sure you qualify well and try to get yourself a get the best first round match that you can give yourself. You know, I mean, there there absolutely is. I think that you know the and it's nothing against the last four, and Chad called it out as well. It's nothing against the guys that are going to be there. It's just there's there's a there's a premium there when you're playing when you're a gold division player playing a you know a purple or lesser you know lesser player yeah. um just not gonna you're not gonna make a mistake right so yeah. puts a bit of a premium i mean on qualifying versus i think they said it you know you you fall into like you know the 12 through 15 match and then you get somebody in that 17 to 20 range and you don't know who necessarily maybe had a bad nine and dropped there and all of a sudden you know you've got a uh you know even look at the look at the list here you end up with a you know a month's beats you know versus versus rick match i mean that could be a coin flip for sure um Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like <clears throat> I'm I'm curious the first off, you know, what what are the nerves going to be like for that first for the qualifier? All right? Cuz apparently at the same time we're having the last chance uh the last chance tournament or with the last chance qualifier, we're having the actual qualifier uh for for the Mobile World Championship. Um, and I, like I said, I'm curious how nerves will be, how many people are going phone, how many people are going tablet. Uh, I, go ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I listened to Shan. I think he called it out. I think that, listen, you gotta be iPad ready because you don't know whether you're going to get on that stream. You could be the first match called. You could have to play a, maybe you get, maybe you get through the first and second round then you make it to the top eight and you know on your phone and yeah you get called up to play on the ipad and then you just have a train wreck um and then you know you know something ridiculous where you get smoked like 29 to like 18 because you just you're not used to playing on that so i think i think most guys are going to come prepared to play on ipad uh but premium on qualifying you know, second to none. Nerves, I would say zero. I made it a point. Andy asked me to stream my qualifying matches on um, at Windy City, and I, I think I played four or five nine holes, and then I was just I was just tired because um, I'm, I'm I'm talking through my shots at the yeah. same time while I'm trying to qualify, and I needed a breather. But uh, there's no nerve. Like the nerves are not there. Stone cold. I think there's a couple guys that are like that. But, you know, you sit across, if you've got someone sitting across the table from Rick or, or Matt, like they, them in their minds are going to say that guy is shaking and I'm, and I'm going to win. 
How important is this finger shot to your game? It's a it it is, and I think where I maybe have a bit of an edge is I'm not afraid to play some different clubs. I think a lot of guys have the math or feel like they've got math out and on one iron. I know a couple of guys play the three iron religiously. I'll play one, two, three, four in some situations. Um, I'm not afraid to switch and hit the high javelin shot if you know the the situation calls for it, and I think that's a you know, it's a X factor. I was playing a, a, a league match today and did the same thing. I'm like, I could hit the sniper here, but man, it's just like you just hit the stout, you just hit the stout ball in there, and it's perfect. Yeah. Right. Um, it's going to be interesting, though, that we only have these five courses. Like they're already set. And I like, I mean, just like Cabin is, like, right? We shouldn't run the gamut on the 17 courses. Yeah, of course. I don't know. There's mixed feelings about that. I don't know. How would you feel if cabinet was like, you know what, we're going to roll it back like three years and we're just going to spend 15 courses and see what happens. Uh, you know, on our end, I, I don't know if I would care about it here. Here's the thing. When people play in a golden tee cabinet tournament, they're playing in a game for prizes. All right. So they have, not only they're just playing, whomever they're playing they're also playing in that tournament to try to potentially get that five dollar some of that five dollars that they just put in back yeah uh so that that aspect you know is is a part of it you can't do that with older courses you can only do that with current courses so i think it's more trained in a cabinet now uh, for you guys i don't know man uh like uh, there, there would be it would be kind of cool to see you guys, you know, test each other, uh, you know, as far as play each other on some older courses. But I think it would also be cool to see cabinet guys do that as well. Like if they ever had a, a one tournament just dedicated to older courses, I could see something like that happen. But you guys are playing for your world championship under your current generation of world championship courses. So I'm hoping by the time you have your next world championship, none of these five should be on there. You should have five brand new ones. One would hope. I, I agree. I think the courses were coming out of that, you know, every six to eight weeks, I think they were kind of rolling out and, you know, we've lost a little love. I think everybody mentioned that, but um, I got to, I, let's pivot to the, to the fantasy picks. I know, I know we're running light on time. Oh, no, brother. Let's, we have all the time that you want to have, dude. Oh man. Let me, uh let me get my sheet out real quick. Let's get the sheets out. I want to. I want to give some guys some love here, and I know it's going to take us some time to talk no, through it. No, no, no. It'll be, honestly, we'll go over these. Uh, you know, my panel the other night they made their picks. A lot of them made the same pick. Uh, you know what they didn't do? They didn't pick Riley Hitchcock. So Riley Hitchcock, if you weren't picking yourself in Group One, who would you pick? It's tough. I think I must say that Chubby's Chubby's put in some work quietly and silently has put in some work and he, he can be a threat. He knows what it's like to sit on the stream. I think he's learned from some of his mistakes. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he adjusts. Uh, Rick, I mean, Rick, Rick won worlds like, and then Rick took a step, you know, Rick took time off, but he has been 
putting in the work as well. I, you know, I think uh, the one that, the one that's a, a, a question mark to me is Tony. I don't know. I don't know how deep Tony can, can go. I think Tony's been putting in some more work, but I think, you know, he's got a, he, he won the first world championship. He's been a mainstay in gold. He was in first in gold until I unseated him. Um, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, hashtag humble. Humble brag. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I mean, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Rick. Like, Repeat the work in. He's put the work in. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this, Chris. I know his weakness. You know his weakness, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna leave it at that. I mean, so I guess you don't want this weakness to be public knowledge. Not public knowledge. Okay. Unco- uncovered through countless hours of watching video. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I uh. All right, we'll talk after. We'll talk after the championship because I want to know about that. Uh, first off, can I, before we leave, are these the, in Group One? Are these the four best Golden Team Mobile players today? I think, without a doubt, hands down, yes, top yeah. four. I think you can you can kind of drag Generation Z, Jordan Scott, into the group. Wow, the kid has been. Um. I mean, he's in. I think he got relegated to silver, but he's he's pulled his way out of that. But he's, you know, he's young, but he's hungry. He's playing well. What about Group Two with Sam Hines, Booyer, Joe Mama, Barrett Detterman, and uh, the great Calzone? <sighs> Calzone's been quiet. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna work my way bottom up. Calzone. Um, I think he, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen him play much on the stream. And I think that's, um, I think that's the crux of where we'll see whether he can perform or whether he can. I, I mean, the guy has the math, he knows the game. Uh, he's been a little bit quiet lately. I don't want to say removed from the group, but he's been, you know, he's been kind of quiet a little bit. And I know he's got a second kid. So he's, you know, tending to that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I think I mean Calzone's a top sixteen guy. Like just staple on in. Joe Mama, Barrett Dieterman. Oh man, this is the Jekyll and Hyde, and he knows it. Like he he lives and dies by certain shots. He messaged me. He messaged me, said, you know, I was I was wondering, you know, how you're so consistent, how you're you know, why are you so good and why why you don't drop anything? And he's like, I looked at your your drops in league in drops, meaning like holes you miss. Yeah. And you know, he's like, you you don't drop anything. And um I think he kind of came out of a funk and started playing really well. Uh, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a top 16 guy. He's gonna somebody's gonna get a three or four better dropped on him. And they're not going to be happy, but then you know he's kind of he back it up with a three word, three or four words, and <laughs> uh, or a stroke max of some sort. So we'll see. Scott Booyer, man, Booyer is, I mean, he's a live player. He's a machine. The guy has no fear. He has no nerves. He's proved that at two windy cities. It's going to be great to have him at Worlds this year. He could go deep. Like that's a guy. If he finished top three, it would not surprise me. Yeah. Sam Hines. Duck rubber. Yeah. Life 
and made some made some changes in his life and uh he could be dangerous i mean he's a, he's a little bit of a sleeper to me he's a little bit quiet but i feel like he could go deep i mean a top i could see a top 6 we'll see if he's got uh, the chops and to go to go podium but definitely a, a threat to go top 6 All right so who's the pick? Uh, I, I already made my picks, and I uh, I picked Duck in this group. All right, Sam Hines. All right, group three with uh, Nelson Wade, Mark Duchesne, Brian Lavoy. Uh, questionable attendance, by the way. Right? I think we went over that in the podcast. We are not quite sure that he'll be there. And then Generation Z, Jordan Scott. Blav is officially ruled out. He is, uh, that's public knowledge now, just released today, and his spot will be filled by none other. Really making this a true world by John O'Shea coming in from across the pond, our England native. So, so John O'Shea, well, how does he get the entry now? Tell me how that works. So, so just like Matt Shulkin got his entry, um, Whoever finished second that week and and, and Brian Lavoie and Bob qualified via Golden Tee Tournament Edition, and John O'Shea was the runner-up. Oh. So just like Brandon Neal, Bam Ace, who um, who can't make it either, Matt Shulkin was the runner-up that week to him on the, on the Golden Tee Mobile Sun and got his spot that way. So John O'Shea will, will fill his spot, although he will not fill his spot on the fantasy sheet. Now, Blob will just be a scratch from that group. All right. Public knowledge. Everybody needs to know. We will not have Brian LaVoy. That sucks. Brian, Brian's a fun time. So. This group is, I, I hate to say this, this group, I think really looked good on paper and then it's, it's shaping up to be really one-sided. Um, I think months beats could be, could be an, uh, an outsider. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's got the live play. I don't know if he's really an iPad guy. So I kind of got him on the out of 16. I've got him on the outside of 16. Mark, same with Mark. Like Mark's logged probably the most golden tee holes in history. I think he's probably up to like 350 or 400,000 now, which is probably 2X anybody. Maybe next, he's probably rivaling Phil Rumley. Okay. Oh, still out of this. Um, and Mark just, I, I think he could win a match or two. Can he win six? Mm, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. I don't know if his game's evolved from the the earlier years, but I'm gonna go. I mean, Gen Z here. I actually think I probably I think I picked. I actually gotta get my filler on my. I actually think I picked Months beats Nelson Wade. Oh. Well, I mean, I let me. Con I need to. I need to confirm that. Nope. I, I did. I had to go. I had to go Jordan. Nice. I had to go Gen Z. I wanted to go months and go against the grain, but Jordan is just playing too good right now. Wow. So Jordan's like, you know, I mean, he's carrying most of the votes here then. I, I guess you know, most of the entries is picking. Jordan's getting the pick. He is, but I mean, he, he had a rough going gold. He, he took a season off. He, he spent last season in silver, so I and you know you never knew kind of where his game was at. 
and where his head was at. And again, you know, younger kid, it's, it's great to see the youth in the game, but he, um, God, he's put the work in, man. He's had a, he had a heck of a run in silver division this season. He's no, I think he knows his weakness. Cause I think a few of us have talked to him about it and, uh, I think he'll be ready to go. If he can keep his head right on stage, he'll be a, he'll be a tough out. That, that, Excited to see that. Group four with no dose, Jason Smith, Jason Jumps, good drive five, Prusky, and the money ball. Your arch nemesis, Joel Wilburn. You know, uh, no dose, great dude. I, I think his game's just not in the right place. Headed into heading into Worlds next, or in, you know, a week and a half here. Um, he's analytical. He could do well. I think it's a mixed bag whether he gets out of this group. Good drive five. Love me some Jason jumps. I think Jason, Jason could win a match. Jason's a guy that could probably qualify like, you know, 12 through 16 and get maybe a, maybe have be a favorite in that first round and, and knock somebody off. I'm going to go to Moneyball. I mean, money, I mean, Joel Wilburn's got the, he's got the tournament experience. Like, I mean, he, he won Nashville. He had a great showing in the Windy City this year. Um, he's a live player. He doesn't have much many nerves. He doesn't make mistakes. He could go deep. I think he's the de facto pick in this group. But I went lumpy. I went like Dave, I went Dave Prusky against the grain here. Ooh. And I and I'm doing this because I love Dave. And I think Dave is gonna prove something at Worlds. I think he's he's you know he had a rough Chicago. That might be an understatement. Yeah. And I think he wants, I, I think he's going to come with the mentality of, to redeem himself. And I could see, I could see him in a top, I could see him finishing top 10, top 12, maybe. Could win three matches and get there. So I, I went lumpy. I'll be right. 17, Dave Prusky. Hey, Chalk look, it up. That's, uh, look, uh, we'll, We'll talk about that delightfully if that comes true. Okay, if he, if he say he gets top twelve, that that would be a, that'd be a good finish for him, I think. Uh, and that's just knowing for what little I do know. Uh, but Group Five, Fly Ride, Ryan Tusky, Matt Bick, and Bick in a Box, Lawrence Foster, Mister Golden Tee, and I, I think you kind of just hinted at your pick maybe a little bit earlier what it could be, but Chad Trump. I did. We'll work our way top down, man. Fly Rye. I, I bet on Fly Rye in Chicago. I thought he was going to bring it. Uh, the guy's been a, it was a mainstay in gold. I know he took a couple seasons off, you know, had a new kid. Um, he, he was a, a force to be reckoned with. And then in Chicago, he just, he had no idea how to play on the iPad. Um, I mean, he was, he was chalked up like LeBron James to start some matches, trying to play on an iPad, trying to get the hands dry. And it was, um, it was, it was tough to watch, not just the speed, but the shots. And um, I, I got, I got no faith in Rock and fly. Right. He might be a, he might be a no for two guy. Vic, uh, Vic in the box. I mean, he's a world championship qualifier two times. Uh, he could, he could surprise some people. I don't know how much work he's put in on the last five courses, and I think that's the that's going to be the rub for him. Does he know enough of the shots on a couple of the holes? 
Larry has been in a weird place. Larry said, Chris, he's like, I'm not playing anything golden tea until worlds. And this was like a few, like maybe four or five days ago. He's probably put in at least 75 or 80 rounds. Um, his game's in a weird place. Could win a match. Could go on two. Just beats himself up too much. And you gotta, you can't, you know, you can't let one mistake get to you. And there we are. We arrive at the pick. Mr. Chad Shrump. Chad Shrump. Hmm. He's, been, he's putting in the reps. He has. And he's, I mean, he's acknowledged that. And he put his head down. And he's he's hummed and hawed about it and gone back and forth. I know he's wrestled with himself. Do I just stay on the phone and try to win some matches off the stream? Or do I just say I'm going to make a run and make a um, – I, I would love to see him play on the stream, Chris. I'd love to see you call his match. I'd love to see him play, even if it's that first round or second, you know, maybe maybe he wins the first match and can get on the stream in a group of 16. Even the loser bracket, I don't care. I want to see Chad play on the stream. I want to see him redeem himself in that desert valley versus Ryan, <laughs> versus Ryan Sparks. Oh, Henry. Who will be out there? Oh, Henry and Ryan Sparks are going to make the trip. He won't oh, play. He? he won't play, but he's going to be out there for, for a night or two and and hang out but he uh he can't stay through the weekend so but we'll okay. see him. all right uh, that's good to hear uh i hope i get to see him i i, I won't get there till late but i hope i do get to see him group uh group six johnny hammerstick sammy sofa chris hampstead rasta lance martin mr bond travis bond and the uper ian Hughes. Work my way uh, bottom up again. Ian, I mean, Ian is a solid player, but I know he's a phone guy. And again, another guy that maybe can survive a, a match or or two, pending whether he gets on the stream. Great player in cycles and league. I just I struggle to know whether you know you can pick up that iPad unless you've been trained on it. Travis Bond, man, he almost beat me last uh, last year. He was um, he had a rough go at the last chance qualifier. He got in, uh, then he had to go qualify. He did not finish qualifying, really? so he fell to 16th seed. But he showed up. He showed up. Uh, he showed up ready to play on Sunday, and we played Dodge City. And I remember I hold out four or five and. That was the that was the difference. I mean, if I would have made one mistake, he was moving on. Uh, he was ready to play that day, but uh, he could he could make a run. I could see him upset. I could see him upsetting somebody off the stream. Absolutely, could take down one of those one of those guys in group one or two. Uh, Lance Martin Rasta, our buddy from from California. Lance is a good dude. He plays a lot of golden tea. What part of California? Uh, where is Lance? Yeah, no, I think Lance is in. I might get it wrong, so I'm just gonna say he's in some part of California. All he's right. in like the. He's in Laguna Beach. It feels like he's in Laguna Beach with. You, th- you think you'd be life, a Laguna Beach guy? The lifestyle he lives, like he's just kind of hanging out, not not working. That's what we joke about with him. Uh, okay. Rasa could win. Rasa could win a match. He's got the iPad shops. He's played on the stream. Uh, can he make a deep run? Yeah, maybe top twelve, top top sixteen, maybe. 
more probably on the 20 to 24 range. We get to my pick, Mr. Sammy Sofa, Johnny oh. Hammer Six. I cannot tell you how much I love that nickname right there, Johnny Johnny Hammersticks. That's great. Um, the, by the way, a guy that's actually had some, like success in tournaments and places. You know, I mean, I, I I think he went to the he was to the final four of Winterside somewhere. I can't remember. I think it might have been in Windy City, but uh, I on the on the I'm sorry, top four of the winner side of the bracket. He got up that far, I think, in one tournament I saw one time, but. uh so. He had me. He had me dead to rights twice in at, at the Windy City, and that that's what it was. To, that would have taken him to the King of the Hill match last that's year. What, that's what it was. He, he missed a couple putts. He wasn't. He was a phone player. He wasn't used to the iPad. He he held his own. Uh, he didn't have a great Windy City this year, but he's a guy that you better be ready for. He's playing some. <laughs> Ironically, the guys in bronze division, we joke about it. He's like, you're not a bronze player. So if I, you you were you were gold, then you went to silver, and then you got lazy and you went to bronze, and now he's crushing everybody in bronze. But I think look for Sammy Sofa to upset somebody. And I hope Group. it's Rick. I hope it's Rick. <laughs> you hope it's Rick. Oh Lord. Group seven. Josh Bertzig, Matt Shulkin, Mike Middleton, Tyler Kasky. I don't know how much Golden Team Mobile Josh has been playing at all whatsoever, if any, if any, to be honest. Um, so this this is a acknowledgement of why qualifying is on a premium. Matt Shulkin, I love I love Matt. Um, he takes a lot of a lot of crap on in the group, but man, he does so much for the community. The guy's just a mainstay. I I could I, I have trouble picking him. I just don't know, yeah, the motivation for him to do well if he cares. Micah, I, I, I honestly, I, if Micah could play Rick, I would just love that. Micah might out Rick if if he plays him, really, or, Cal, or Calzone. I could see a Mike against Calzone. Micah's gonna be done in seven minutes, and you know he's gonna have had four more beers before whoever he's playing finishes. Uh, but Micah, I mean, Micah won silver in Windy City last year. He knows how to play on the iPad. He knows how to play live. He could do something special. And then I've got Bogeyman, my roommate in uh, in Windy City. Extended a peace offering to the Bogeyman because he's he really is like the Boogeyman. He's yes. he's my height. He's about two eighty. Wears a flat brim cap. And he will just like stare through your soul. And he's going to stare through somebody's soul and he's going to do me a solid and finish well. Bogeyman, group seven. I don't, know if I, want, I don't know if I want to meet that guy. And he's, he's what, he's like 6'4", like you are? Or what? Oh, he's 6'6", six, six, and he's like a linebacker. Oh, dude. Scared me. I slept with one eye open. <laughs> As, uh, and there is the uh, the Riley Hitchcock fantasy selections. Uh, so you went through all of them. Do you? I mean, I always ask. I mean, who are we sleeping on? Who who is a guy that? I mean, I think you kind of mentioned it once during when you were making your picks because you talked about all of them. But 
Is I mean Sam Hines the sleeper here? He's my pick. I I think I think Jekyll and Hyde, Barrett Dieterman's not getting enough love. I'm gonna give him some. I think Vic in a box just because he's been there. I don't know where his game's at. Hey, look, we talk. He's been there. He's won one Golden Team Mobile match uh, in in both those world world championships. He won once. All right. So I, I need if he's going to win matches, and I hate to be the critic guy that doesn't play a lot of Golden Team Mobile over here, but if he's going to start, what I need to see a little bit more. I understand you can qualify and get there, but when it comes to the real deal, I think I need to see a little bit more. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think it's going to be it's going to be tough for for more than maybe six to eight of these guys to win two or three matches. Yeah. It's just going to be hard. I think the courses, like we're playing all the new courses. It's going to depend on the, the course draw. I mean, if Larry, if Larry pulls Cape on the stream, it's going to be a, it's going to be a disaster and it's going to be awesome to watch, but <laughs> sorry, Larry, nothing against, nothing against you, but you have been hating on Cape so long. Everybody's rooting for you to play Cape on the stream. Oh, that would be great. I keep hearing about that. But I, I guess if I was going to pick a sleeper, just looking at the groups, I could say, I can say Michael, Micah, Micah could go top six. Like Micah could, could get there. Group seven guy could be like a top six guy. That's my, that's my, that's my sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. Micah could be a top six guy. I hear you, man. I, um, I, you know, I'm looking at the group, you know, and I haven't made a whole lot of picks here. I, I look, I studied just what you guys have, uh, produced on, these matches as far as the what Chad, you know, in IT and all the weekly matches. I, you know, I've watched a lot of that. I've watched a lot of the Windy City Showdown. I've looked at some tournament data, uh, some of your league data, you know, just to try to get an idea of what where, where this thing could possibly be going. Because, I, you know, in the that we're in its infancy. It's really hard, hard to find a trend right now of what's happened. Um. One thing that has has happened a lot in just about every tournament he's ever played in is Scott Boyer has been a really solid live tournament player. And so uh, I'm going to keep mentioning it again until he proves me wrong. I think he's going to have a strong showing and probably be in the conversation, at least in the winter side of the bracket. We'll see what comes at the end of the day. But in the winter side of the bracket, it wouldn't surprise me if Scott Boyer is hanging around there. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I hope Booyer and Rick, who I know are, are buddies and tight and they go back way back, I hope they get to play each other. Yeah, that, I keep hearing about that. Yeah. So, um, and I, you're in it to win it, right? I mean, this is, you know, I, I think your expectation is, you, you know, you want to win. The win is win or bust, right? I'm going to leave you with this, Chris. Put me on that stream. Nobody's beating me. Nobody's beating me. That is great part with Riley Hitchcock. Thank you for your time this evening, sir. Chris, take care. All right.